This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Inside High School Sports is brought to you by Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. Good morning and welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Kellagiri, along with Tom Prince from WNY Athletics and Roger Weiss, Derek Kramer, producing. Talking baseball today, Tom's going to give us the rundown of uh, Monsignor Martin and Section 6. We're going to find out uh, just what type of baseball is being played in western New York. Weather has been cooperative. This is one of the rare years where uh, so far the rain hasn't interrupted or caused any uh, cancellations. So we're going to get all that uh, and more with uh, with Tom Prince in just a little while. By the way, you can catch his previews on WNYAthletics.com. Also on our Facebook page, Inside High School Sports, we also find information on various camps and clinics coming up. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning, Tom. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning, DK. Well, beautiful Saturday morning. We're ready to get going. I know I'm ready. I was waiting for the big one, though. <laughs> no, he's retired that he, one, He I did? Guess. Okay. okay. Uh, fine. Uh, I'm waiting to get out of here at 11 o'clock. I mean, it, yeah, when we get done at 11, i got to head out to uh, first baseball practice of the season. You know, that feeling, just finally getting out there. Love it. So good to see the sunshine today. Uh Right down the road at Williamsville East High School today, the uh, Gettner Just Show Up softball tournament, 16 of the top teams out of Western New York will be there for you uh, softball junkies. Williamsville East High School is the place to be. All right. And I'll be over at Depew for a Depew-Maryvale matchup this afternoon where I'll be going live with uh, my score updates there. Nice. Well, again, weather's uh, being cooperative. We're looking about mid-50s today and sun, so shouldn't be a problem. Get it's up. like 90 degrees anywhere else, right? <laughs> yep, exactly. Hey, uh, time for news and notes, you football <laughs> coaches out there. Buff State head coach uh, Christian uh, Oslin and his staff and players will present a free coaches clinic uh, this Monday at 7 p.m. at the Buffalo State Sports Arena. The clinic will feature offensive drills, techniques, strategy for excellent play. The Western New York football coaches will present their annual awards. So uh, if you have further questions, call Len Jankowitz at 901-5615, 901-5615. Again, the information is also on our Facebook page. And speaking of Len Jankowitz, it's huge congratulations to him on being selected to be inducted into the Greater Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame. I couldn't be happier for him. Uh, outstanding man. Uh, what he's done, not only as a coach and athletic director at Lancaster, but he's, what he's done beyond that in helping kids with recruiting night and uh, the uh, the combine that they put uh, put together 
truly a remarkable man, and we're so happy for him. Congratulations, Len. Not only that, uh, you know, everybody knows about his, you know, history as a football coach at Lancaster High School. What a lot of people don't know, I'm sure Tom is aware of it, uh, Len Yankevich, as we say in the old country, is uh, also an inductee into the Greater Buffalo Baseball Hall of Fame. He was a very good baseball player. Uh, along those lines, uh, like I said, in the old country, we would say Yankevich. Len will have you believe that the proper old country pronunciation is Yankevich. Just coincidental that he's a New York Yankee fan, so that's, <laughs> that's Len. Uh, remember, in the old country, it's Yankevich. Len Jankowicz, congratulations. There is not a more deserving person. And on a note, I'm not going to mention all the other inductees, but uh, posthumously, Ed Hughes, of uh, mostly of Houston Oilers coaching fame, uh, is also being inducted. He is a Kensington High School graduate, so I am most proud. Oh, wow, I did not know that. Yes. Huh. Yeah, congratulations, Len, absolutely. And and listen, now that I know that he's a Yankee fan, I like him even more now. Ew! <laughs> Ew! Oh, uh, uh, Red Sox. Oh, oh, I know, that's why I said it. <laughs> uh, Dick Gallagher, Red Sox, so that's what you're going up against, Tom, just warning you and all oh, that. Oh, no, they know, they know I'm Yankees fan. <laughs> oh, yeah, back in the days when Anthony and I used to do the Lancaster Legends uh, basketball games, Always a friendly bet when a uh, gentleman's bet between Anthony and Len when the Yankees were going to play the Red Sox. So uh, it's Listen, like, right now neither of us have anything to brag about. No. So. <laughs> no. hey, it's not been pretty. Uh, I know that I'm a Reds fan, so I know exactly what you're going through. It's all right. We got our ring last year. And uh, hey, congratulations to Ed Greenway, uh, our guest last week, Williamsville East Lacrosse. He picked up his 300th career victory. So congratulations to him, which leads me into our coach of the week uh, by G and G Fitness. If you would like to uh, nominate a coach to G and G Fitness's coach of the week, go to LiveFit. Dot com. That's one word, lifefit.com, to nominate your G&G Fitness Coach of the Week. Congratulations, Matt Chimera from Kenmore West Softball, 400th career win. I mean, that's, that's incredible. That's a lot of wins. And uh, we, we thought we were going to get it to him last week, but he was stuck at 399 on uh, last Friday, so I had to wait for him to get 400. But, uh, Matt, don't look over your shoulder. There's someone catching up to you, and I want to give a shout to uh, – the former uh, Annie Busha, who is a uh, Frontier graduate, 2005-ish. Today she goes by the name Mrs. Nate Butel. Congratulations to Annie. She had her first win as a softball coach at Pioneer with a 7-6 win over Springville last week. Couldn't happen to a nicer person. Good luck. Like I say, Matt, don't stop now. She's on your tail. Yeah, 399 more. She'll be right there with you, buddy. <laughs> Congratulations to Matt Chimera. Uh, anything else for news and notes? Finally, uh, we just got to give a shout to Lois Garlo, uh, lacrosse player for Mount St. Mary's. She had uh, one game where she had seven goals and five assists and a win over Mount Mercy. And for an encore, a couple of days later, she uh, scored 10 goals in a game. Wow. As good as she is on a basketball coach, court she will be going to college to play lacrosse at coastal carolina on myrtle beach time 
Uh, so congratulations to Lois Garlow. And I think that should do it for news and notes other than the Gettner attorney, which I alluded to earlier. Outstanding stuff there, guys. Tom, let's talk some baseball. Uh, this is the I season. know you've been chopping at the bit for a while. <laughs> Everybody knows. And, and you're right, the weather hasn't been horrible. We have had cancellations along the way so far, but nothing that hasn't been able to get quickly rescheduled. So there's nothing really that is huge out there right now that we really have to worry about from the perspective of uh, getting in. But we still do have some makeup games still left to go. We're right on track, though, to be able to get everything in, right? We're not far off, in other words. So we're not at the point where it's seven games in six days type thing. Yeah, I mean, in some years past, we've had it where, okay, well, maybe we need to cancel the non-league games so we can get our our division and league games in. But we're not looking at that this year So pitch count doesn't come into play yet? Oh no, pitch count still comes into play because it's it, it pitch count comes into play because it's the amount of days rest that you need, right? And and there are some new scheduling scenarios that have come into play. For instance, ECIC one now has that you have to play the team home and away Monday, Tuesday. So what happens is you are now not throwing a stud every single time against Lancaster, against Will North, against West Seneca. It, it, it's a constant change up to where you'll see the one and the two and the three and the four because in a lot of cases they're not even going full games. Uh, one question I've neglected to ask you on pitch to count, Tom. <clears throat> okay, you got the number of pitches and that dictates how many days rest. Mm-hmm. Once you reach that number in any given game, uh, are you done for that game or can you finish the game even though you've exceeded the pitch count? No, you could finish the batter. That's it. So if you're one under, you can still pitch to a batter even if you throw 13 foul balls in a Correct. Okay. Yes, you can finish a batter, but you can't finish the game. That makes sense. Is. Yeah. So, and this is a very unique year. And, Tony, you and I have talked about this is th- this already. I call this the year of the pitcher is what I'm calling this right now. And there's a reason for it. It's not that you're going to see everybody that's all Western New York be a pitcher. That's not where I'm. Uh, this is coming from is – There are so many quality pitchers right now here in Western New York that at any time, any team can shut down another team because they've got a number one pitcher to do it. For instance, let's look, if we look at ECIC1, just to give everybody the the example, we're four games into the season and already we don't have an undefeated team. Okay? That's because of what you see pitching clear across the way. If you look at Jamestown, Jamestown right now has got Bryce Jackson as well as Drew Boggs, two pitchers that could come in and shut you down to be able to get a win for Jamestown, which is why you're seeing Jamestown split along the way. Look at Let's look at um, West Seneca West. West Seneca West has Chase Chidowski, Patrick Cardenuto, Connor Shermerhorn, any time could come in and easily get a win against any of the teams in ECIC1. It's pitching all over the place. You look at Orchard Park. Orchard Park will be led on their on their pitching staff by um, Blake Harlock. Blake Harlock is absolutely the leader of that staff. Josh Higgins, Josh Mataig, Jordan Prince, Adam I've heard Ryder. Of him. What was that? <laughs> Jordan Prince. I've heard of him. He's a good kid. <laughs> Um, add new kids. Kyle Kachuski is unbelievable the way he's been pitching on the mound for Orchard Park. Um, Lancaster, again, can easily come out there with um, 
You've got key returners there, Vinny Stutz, Nick Castellana. You've got um, you've got uh, Lancaster, Jamestown, Frontier is going to be able to throw. Brian Norson, Connor Eisen, Eisenman, Josh Nagel, Dan uh, uh, DeLugos, all people that could go to the mound and be significant in getting a win out there. And that's and and I even talked about probably who I think is the leader of EC one, which is which is Clarence, ECIC one. I think Clarence right now is your team to beat early on, and already you've seen them have two complete games there against Orchard Park. John Stevens leading the way of that staff, but also take a look at this. They've got two players that are committed to go D one. Jack Putney's going to go to St. Bonaventure. Isaiah Corey's going to Binghamton. You got two D1 guys, plus you got Matt Brown, their second baseman, who's going to go to NCCC, which is the powerhouse here locally. Right. When you look at the look at that, are we seeing like because uh, of this the surges in in pitching? Is it uh, because of development or is it just cyclical? And uh, this is the way it is uh, this time. A development, I think, is big. I mean, you see, travel baseball is taking on a whole new world here in Western New York. Oh, right? it's it's so huge to the point where house baseball is struggling mightily. Yep. And and at the same time as now, we've got um, even an organization like PBR New York that you see out there that has been heavily promoting the kids to be able to get them to the next level with their with their statistics. And when I say their statistics is how fast are they throwing the ball? How fast do they run? How fast is the exit velocity off their bat? All these things now are being looked at and being promoted. So now all these people are getting so many looks and have the same opportunity, whether you go to Jamestown, Orchard Park, Clarence, Niagara, Wheatfield, Lockport, you all have the same opportunity that's out there. Okay. It's, and it's all over, like, you know, even after the high school baseball season and college baseball season, look what Bob Carnavalli does every year. He takes a team down to Philadelphia or wherever for these AAA, BA regionals and hold their own down there. Some, I think in the last few years he's won once and another time finished as a runner-up. Wow. Yeah, the, the, this year, like I said, is there's a lot of positivity, a lot of things out there that we're going to see be huge for Western New York baseball. And I, we haven't even gotten to some of the other divisions. We have Depew standing out right now. Niagara Wheatfield standing out. Lockport out to a fast start. Like, I'm going to go up and down. You're going to hear Akron, Tymon, St. Joe's, right? Some phenomenal wins that we're already hearing early on in this season that are going to be big that we're going to be talking about here. And there really is... All over, I don't care what division we're going to discuss, there are all-stars in every single one of these divisions. This is going to be a fun year. Yes. And no. yet, you know what, Anthony? Uh, as good as, you, you know, Tom, let's use Clarence, for example. The thing is, come playoff time, it's not best of three. It's single elimination. So if uh, uh, Orchard Park, I don't know, I'll just pick some picture off the top of my head. I don't know. How about Jordan Prince? Yeah, I like if, that kid. If Jordan Prince is going up against Clarence in a playoff game, and he has a hot day on there. Clarence, who arguably might be the top seed and might be the best team if they were playing in the best of seven, single elimination. It's just like a hot goaltender in hockey. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look at the first game Clarence played. 0-0 zero, zero into the fifth. Orchard Park's throwing a no-hitter against them going into the fifth inning. 
And it just shows that these pitching staffs are that good on both sides. Clarence had Orchard Park shut down with a two-hitter. like, And then you saw the uh, wheels unravel a little bit with Orchard Park. couple key errors, couple walks, hit by pitch. Then the first hit of the game came, and Clarence opens it up. But I'm going to tell you, like just like what, what Roger just said, is a pitcher's going to come in and can easily shut the door on some major teams. Look at Depew. Depew has a big win over Lancaster because of Depew's pitching staff. Depew easily has three kids that could go out there, that could throw the ball, that are going to be huge to the success of Depew. Depew is going to be a tough out this year because of their pitching staff and how deep they go. And especially if you have defense behind them. You know, defense, that's the key. I know in softball, and I'm sure it's just as well in uh, baseball, Tom, you give a team four outs in one inning, that is the kiss of death. No doubt. And that's exactly what we talked about in the Orchard Park Clarence game is they gave them that extra out, and then now forget about it. That's when the wheels fell off. How you know you mentioned with the starters? Is it also deep with closers? Guys are going to come in, and or are we just seeing these starters go complete games? No, we're seeing. I mean, you don't. I mean, you see them go complete games, yes. But at the same time, you got to be clear, careful because we do have people that play that closer role, and if they throw more than twenty pitches, you cannot bring them back the next day. Right, So what you're ultimately doing is you've got to be careful as to when you bring that closer in to shut the door if you need him the next day and the day after and the day right. after that. Yeah, that makes sense. There's a lot of thinking going on out there. No doubt. And in the coaches, like I said, it, it's going to be key because the as we get into the season, we're going to run into a point where we know rain's going to come into play, right? right. Where you're going to run into those six games, seven days, or seven games in six days, whatever it may be. And you're going to need to start start really taking that staff out and seeing what you got. And as the deeper staffs are going to be the ones that you're going to see, I think, start stepping up towards the middle, towards the end of the season. All right, guys, let's take a break. When we come back, Tom, you dump, uh, dive right back into uh, you know ECIC1 and, and on down. And I'll just take a look at my senior, Martin. Uh, you, know, you mentioned uh, St. Joe's and Timon already. So we'll get into that and more. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. <laughs> You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. Tony Caligiuri, along with Tom Prince and Roger Weiss. We're talking baseball. And, uh, Tom, before the break, you were uh, telling us how deep the pitching is across western New York. And you're talking pitch count and stuff like that. But let's get into talking about some more about the teams. And, uh, you know, you've mentioned a few of the ECIC1 teams. And you said Clarence right now is uh, an early bet, early favorite, so to speak. Let's continue. Yeah, so let's go real quick. Let's talk about some of the big players in the ECIC1. So uh, let's start with Clarence. Clarence, Jack Putney, Isaiah Corey, Aiden Wallace, Matt Brown, Ryan Colhane, new players to watch out for that'll make an impact. Mason Davis, John Stevens, and Cato Mudo, uh, names to watch out for for Clarence. And like we said earlier, Jack Putney's going to St. Bonaventure, Isaiah Corey Binghamton. So you've got a couple D1 players playing right there for Clarence. For Frontier, Brian Norson, Connor Eisenman, Josh Nagel, Dan Dulugos, and new players to watch out for, Dylan Wojciechowski and Jim Statt. Brian Norson right now is committed to go to St. John Fisher. Jamestown, 
Bryce Jackson, four-year starter. Drew Boggs, a four-year starter. Chris Beardsley, three-year. Christian Dolce and Matthew Rombolt, all players that will be key players returning for Jamestown. Andrew Pumford, Johnny Stanstorm, Matt Hill, and Hunter Beasley were key losses that Jamestown will have to come back from. But also you've got D1 pitcher Bryce Jackson for Jamestown. Lancaster, key players to watch out for. Vinny Stutz, Nick Castellana, J.P. Ahern, Shane Kopeski, and then new players to watch out for, Kyle Graff and Jacob Gerbeco, names to watch out for there. You've got some big names also, Vinny Stutz and Triple C, Derek Vealy and Zach Painful uh, going to Hilbert, Shane Kopecki going to Finger Lakes Community College. Orchard Park, key players, Tom Evans, returning all-Western New York uh, player. Blake Harlock, Josh Higgins, Josh Mataig, Zach Mecca, Jordan Prince, Adam Ryder, Nathan Woreski, Jake Goronsky, and Joe Roward. And then new players to watch out for for Orchard Park, Kyle Kachuski, Griffin Dietrich, Jake Duffick, and Jack and Jake Janis will round out who you'll see there for Orchard Park. A lot of players playing at the next level for Orchard Park. Adam Ryder, St. John Fisher, Zach Becca, RIT, Joe Roward, LaRoche College, Tom Evans, NCCC, Jordan Prince, Eastern Connecticut State College. For West Seneca West, you have Chase Chidowski returning, Patrick Cardenudo, Connor Shermahorn, new players to watch out for, Grick, Griffin McAndrews, and Ryan Wojcik. Players committed to play at the next level. Chase Kodowski is at Allegheny, Patrick Cardinetto, ECC, and Ricky Perez at ECC. And then Will North. Key players returning, Andrew Fairbrother, Cameron Zurat. Boy, watch this kid hit. Boy, I watch him hit a bomb that I think still hasn't landed yet. Brian... Um, Oduddle, Austin Mann, and P.J. Shermonte. New players to watch out for, Connor Omahan and Dylan Wanat. And then Andrew Fairbrother and Austin Mann will be playing at NCCC. Again, this division is wide open. I think Clarence right now is your early favorite, but I'm going to tell you with everyone already having at least one loss, and and you literally, this, listen here to the records. Three and one, one and one, one and one, two and two, two and two, two and two, one and three. This division's wide open. Parody, parody, parody. <laughs> Tom, so. could you re- could you go over that again? I I wasn't ready. Could you repeat what you just said in the last five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> so then we're gonna go on to ECC ECIC two, and I'm gonna tell you ECIC two may be as competitive as ECIC one is. Listen to some of the teams that are gonna come out of there: Amherst, Hamburg, Star Point. Sweet Home, West Seneca East, Williamsville East, and Williamsville South. Williamsville East, big-time players. Hamburg, tons of pitching. Star Point got all over the place. Remember, you heard about the big game we talked about with Star Point and Hamburg already, right. where Hamburg was unbelievable on the mound and still lost a game 3-2 on, yep. unfortunately, some, some no key hitter. plays. Lost with a no-hitter. It was, yeah. No, it was actually absolutely a no-hitter that had happened. But again, you're also seeing early on Williamsville start South two and zero, Will East four and zero, Star Point two and zero, Sweet Home two and two, Hamburg is zero and two. But please watch out; they are going to be in the mix here. West Seneca East zero and two, and Amherst is zero and four. Um, but if we look at now some of the key players for ECIC two, there's got to be a Mac involved. In oh, there way. is. Trust me, there no <laughs> doubt it is. I know so, there's one in softball. Yep, and the Mac, and and he already is is ready to go. He already is committed to Clemson. 
And he's unless, only a sophomore, right? Or unless right? you're going to see what happens with him, where he gets drafted, just like uh, you know what happened with, with, his, with brother? his older brother. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So Amherst starts off with Ben Nagy, Sean Murphy, Garen Fought, new players to watch out for: Trevor Tout, Gavin Bryans. They made it to the semifinals last year after beating the number nine seed. Cheektowaga and then upsetting the number one seed Lakeshore in the quarterfinals. Don't count them out. Here is exactly one of the examples I'm talking about. Hamburg. Hamburg brings back a pitching staff. Kyle Borello, Dylan Crowley, and then you're going to also add in um, Evan Chafee. That's the freshman I've been telling you about that can deal. Plus you add in new player Joe Rideback who can go to the mound. They are going to be tough pitching-wise. And then other players, Jack McGlure, Louis Resek, Josh Skelly, Matt Fumarelli, Tom Barber, Jack O'Donnell, and Tim Stewart. And then a new player to watch out for will be Tim Oswalt, too. This team's going to be tough, especially when it comes down to the playoffs because of that pitching staff. Star Point, another team, Aaron Chase. Boy, we've heard that name yeah, before, right? Aaron Chase. I know him. <laughs> Adam Ranke, Joe Deloso, another good pitcher that you're going to see on the mound. Braden Zerdowski, Brad Shea, Jarrett Ott. New players to watch out for. Josh Milliville, Hunter Briggs, Jake Brooks. Again, this team, if it stays healthy, has got a tough pitching staff and can hit the ball on top of it. This is going to be someone to watch, that that team. Sweet Home's got returning brothers, Sean Romanowski, Austin Romanowski, Keith Murphy, Ian Parkorski, and Everett Quintetary. Watch out. Those Romanowski brothers can go to the mound. One can pitch. One can catch. They are going to be tough. They can hit the ball. They could surprise somebody and easily make an upset, especially when these two are heavily involved and on their games. I love the brother duos. We had one at Burgard when I played with uh, Rich and Tommy Freeze. Rich pitching, Tommy catching. By the way, happy belated birthday, Tommy. And those two were awesome. Are they uh, just siblings or are they twins? Twins. Oh, even cooler. Well, no, that brings up to the question, do they look alike? Yes. So now you got pitch count, right? Yeah. <laughs> Can they switch uniforms so the same pitcher can avoid why the pitch? Am I, can... Why am I thinking we need the Patty Duke theme right about yeah. now? Yeah, I mean... No, yeah. Oh, you know, what? Didn't girls used to do that to their boyfriends in the old days? <laughs> the one twin didn't feel so good, so they sent the other one out, and they didn't even know the difference? That's not fair. All right, Tom, wow. continue. Boy, that's, a, that's an image, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. West Seneca East. Uh, Cam Whippor. Uh, Jackson Strong, Mark Sanfilippio, Austin Miedenbauer, and Adam Wojciechowski, and Cam Kachuti. New players to watch out for Adam Kimotic, Josh Gergoyle, and Anthony Sanfilippo. This, again, is another team that will be in the mix uh, for any of these games, so watch out. Now, the game the team we've already talked about that we knew were going to have some big names here is Williamsville East, and that's going to be led by Joe Mack, second team All Western New York. He was first team ECIC two, first team All B. Uh, Gunnar Wepner, John Moran, Dylan Lobdell, Trevor M- uh, McElroy. New players to watch out for is Jake Zappia, Dylan Morehouse, Mike Stelrich, Nolan Evans, Andrew Orsini, Colin Freiling, Connor Wark, Ben Wollingham, Chris Coyle, Ethan New, Mike Dura, Matt Gangloff, Liam Wojciechowski, Nick LaForna, and then, of course, you guys know a big key loss to graduation will be Charlie Mack there. 
and then Will South, Mitchell Jackson, Owen Berkman, Kevin McGraw, John Rapp, new players to watch out for, Brett Johnson, Luke Van Van Splunder, and Thomas Binda will round out ECIC2, and you're going to see his tough division there. And it will be as uh, from hitting to all the way pitching, anyone could come out of this division. It's going to be a wide open area. I like it. Anthony, you mentioned Joe Mack. Joe Mack's a sophomore. This is, what, fourth year on varsity, right, <laughs> as a sophomore. Continue. Okay, so now we're going to go to the ECIC3, where we've already talked about ECIC3. I think early on you're looking at the the team right now to be has to be Depew early on. Um, the way they've come out of the gates has just been unbelievable. But I'm going to tell you, as we go through, watch out. Because as this season grows, there will be pitching and there will be some things that are going to come into play that could easily um, make some other teams come right into the mix. Hmm. So early on, we've got Cheektowaga, Zachary Carp, Alex Barbell, and new players to watch out for, Paul Port Portoreal will be round out Cheektowaga. Depew, already we've seen on the mound, Joe Pagano, right? Josh Goss, Ethan Krakowski, all throw either no-hitters or one-hitters already that has wow. happened and have been unbelievable on the mound. Add to that, Dante DiRenzo, Zach Buck, two huge hitters, Jake Wetland, this team is going to be really good. And then you also add new players to watch out for, ninth grader Luke Kuzmanski. This team is going to be in the mix right now for a championship that are there. Have eight of his ten starters back. He went for a very tough non-lead schedule where he's playing Orchard Park. He's playing Lancaster. He's playing St. Joe's. He's playing some of the toughest in the area as an ECIC3 team. East Aurora. Alex Basse, a four-year starter, first-team ECIC3 returns with Nate Mucci for Iroquois. Now, Iroquois is another team that is not too many people know about that will be in the mix for this championship. I'll tell you right now, they were young, and they they bring in right now some young cores to some of the veterans that were there last year, and they are going to be in the mix. Calvin Golick, Tyler Bird, Corey Day, Nick Bowen, Nick Partish, Bryce Yorke, Billy Quinn, Owen Hovey, and Birch Herring-Jackson. New players to watch out for, Ben Planka and Jacob Pachisinski. 14 players on varsity, 10 of them are pitchers. Whoa. So watch out there. Here's one to watch out for. New coach, Danny Conrad, takes over Lakeshore. I love what Danny brings to the table. He's a baseball guy, has played baseball here in Western New York, grown up through the ranks. He knows what is in store for him. He's going to be led by Division three, Division ECIC3 Pitcher of the Year last year, Nate Lockwood. Now, here's what you're going to see. Nate did have, just had his first game pitched in over a year is what he pitched. He had some arm problems. He's back. He pitched against DePew. DePew did beat him. But I'm going to tell you, it was his first outing in a year. Watch this kid. This kid is legit. He's got the height. He's got the pitching. He's got the ability. By the time the summer kicks in, he starts getting some games under his belt, Lakeshore is going to be a tough out, and that's a kid that can shut anybody down at any time. Spencer Quilo, Zach Evans, Nate Stiles, new players to watch out for, David Bagone, Brian Renchen, Nick Wilson, and Brennan Herrig. 
is uh, rounds out for Lakeshore. Then Maryvale, and and come on, you ever count you Maryvale talk about out the here, right? You got to talk about the catcher. Oh, I love this kid, I really do. But um, you're talking about returning players: Ryan Smith, first team ECIC All Star, right? Connor Desiderio, who is a presence on the mound, lefty pitcher yep. on the mound. Again, already he's got two big wins on the season. He's going to be tough. Here we are. Last year. (laughs) Here we are. So um, Dalton Harper, our catcher that we talked about, right? So listen to this already last year. Second team ECIC three All Star, two ninety four batting average with twelve RBIs. Had two RBI games in the Class A two and Class A finals. Love this kid. Now last year he was what a freshman or a sophomore? Um, He no, he was an eighth grader. (laughs) No, no, I'm sorry, he was a seventh grader last year. He's an eighth grader now. So. Yeah, they're stacked. Yeah, Carson Harper, sophomore, and Jonah Law, Blake Borchiski, and Colin Papa will be rounding out uh, for Maryvale with new players. A.J. Wilins, uh, Welnick, Donovan McCoy, Evan Peters, Will Mendafik, and Austin Prelo. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, this is a team you never, ever want to count out. Pioneer, young team. Watch for the future. I love what's coming up in the ranks with these guys. This is going to be a team that we're going to be hearing about in the future, right? But as they take their little lumps right now, you're going to see them get stronger and stronger. Led by Dave Buncey, head coach down there. Key players returning, Cole Rogers, Jason Corbick, Blake Morris, Dylan George, Blaine Morgan, and Bryce Hedinger. New players to watch out for. Jason Corbett comes back to the program after moving to Florida for a year. Jason's a very versatile player who could play any infield position and will slot in as a number one or number two starter. So, again, watch out. That team's going to be somewhere to to, uh, to deal with. But I got to tell you right now, you got to give the nod to Depew. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we still have Monsignor Martin to get to. Sports Talk Saturday follows us at 11 o'clock. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports. Tom Prince previewing the season for us. Let's jump right over to Monsignor Martin, Tom. I know we got a lot of quality baseball players there. Always do, no doubt about it. But just a real quick shout-out. I was telling you just before we went on the air, we have a fun little war going on on Twitter with some of the baseball teams. They want to know who does the best gifts in all Western New York, so they're fun images that come right. out. So right now, Star Point leads the way. East Aurora wants in. So does Lancaster now to Pew. So we have some fun things going on Twitter with the baseball guys. And for those Shout who out. are interested in following you, your Twitter handle? Is at Western New York Tom Prince. There you go. And you can get all the all the updates on high school baseball that will come through there. So Fantastic. All right, let's get into the uh, Monsignor Martin. Awesome. So let's talk about, let's lead off with Bishop Timon. Right now, they are down doing their their swing in the south playing IMG with a win over IMG granted these are these are scrimmages so I don't want to make a a, a a big thing but that's a big win right now for the time and program led again by a pitcher Sean Hayes who comes out with some eight I think it was eight strikeouts that he has in the game outstanding give him credit again a kid that can come in and shut you down watch out Sean Haynes Jeremy Glinsky James Fino and Manny McLean and then new players to watch out for, Jack Martello, Jack Reed, Brian Hilmey. Uh, Cardinal O'Hara 
Key players returning, Matthew Buckley, Joe Turry, Kevin Wojcinski, and Alex Kubinicki. And the new players to watch out for, Mateo Curtis, Steve Weiss, and Rob Rezel. For Canisius, taken over by new head coach Justin Sanicito. Key players returning, Jack Arnold, Brian Herman, Tyler Coy, Thurman Thomas, Yep, that's a name you'll all yeah, recognize. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Toko, new players to watch out for. Christian Cabrera, Jacob Laduca, Vincent Morrow, Thomas Riker, Evan Ryman, and Chris Rowan. Big key loss there is their pitcher, Jack Collins, who's off to Binghamton right now. Nichols head coach, Brian uh, Brazee in his second year. Key players returning, Matt Rafe, Rob Malucci, Cam Bauer, Billy Locke, Cam Ricotta and Pat Berdiziak. And the new players to watch out for. Junior Billy Locke returns to the pitching staff after a serious knee injury, limiting his time in 2018. They're going to be real young. Several freshmen who will make an impact this year, including Ryan McCarthy, Jackson, Jackson D. Risner, Matthew Alberti, who's one of my Western New York prospect players at mm-hmm. 14 years old. Luke Blandino and Joe Blackie. He's going to be young, so let's see what he what his young kids can bring to the table to help them out there. St. Francis, Hitch Edwards, Gavin Croick, Mike Hartman, again, a pitcher that could come in is unbelievable. He was big last year, if you remember. Kane Gregory, Taylor Vogel, and David Belsito. New players to watch out for, Mike Kellick, Jake Sorgi, Alex Disman and Peyton Consigli. Um, also, key different, uh, additional information, Brett Hilton, another player who I had for years. This kid's incredible. He's the kid who had the game-winning hit in the Georgetown Cup Finals last year, has suffered a season-ending knee injury, and unfortunately will not be able to play the high school season. But he is expected to play at the college at the next level. Brett will be looking out for it. I hope everything clears up because I definitely want to see what you've got capable to do at the next level. But listen to this. Hitch out where St. Bonaventure. Kane Gregory Gannon, Mike Hartman, ECC or Mercy Hurts, Gavin Crawick, Niagara University, and then Tyler Vogel and Brett Hilton also going to play at the next level for St. Francis. Here's what I think right now, your team to beat. St. Joe's, led by Coach Paul Nasca. Key players returning, Will Carlone, Vince Ca- um, uh, Capalupo, Kay Dick, Sam Murphy, Will Hearn, Mike Merrill, Alex Dipinski, and Elliot Widener. New players to watch out for, Tina Torello, Nick DiCarlo, and Mitchell Flocare. Um, St. Joe's will play traditional powers, powers Cathedral Prep, McQuaid, uh, the Aquinas Institute, as well as local powers, Orchard Park and Clarence. St. Joe's will play the bulk of their non-league schedule down in Myrtle Beach during their trip as their way. Those are going to be live games down in Myrtle Beach that they're going to go to. Players committed to college, Will Carlone, Virginia Commonwealth, Will Hearn, Siena, Vince Capalupo, Baldwin Wallace, and Mike Merrill, Allegheny. And then St. Mary's of Lancaster, watch out. Coach Wagner will have this team ready. They are tough every single year. They are a tough out for anybody. Cole Laskowski, Brady O'Brien, Chris Nino, Trent Rumley, and then also new players to watch out for, Tyler Curl to Sean Johnson. Uh, to round out the Monsignor Martin division. Right now, though, from a pitching staff, I think the deepest pitching staff early on has got to go to uh, St. Joe's. But watch 
Timon. They've got Sean Hayes. Watch St. Francis. They have um, they have a couple kids, but Hartman is the one you want to watch out for there. They have Canisius, if you watch for Brian Herman, that's been there as a key pitcher. Everybody has got key pitchers all around to win one game. But remember, in Monsignor Martin, you got to go the two out of three eventually to win it all. That's right. Anthony, uh, just for the record, if there's going to be a test, I'm going to get someone to take the test for me. <laughs> in modern-day uh, activities, I'll get somebody else to take the test. Tom, uh, I don't know how you did that in 45 minutes, but uh, and I'm sure Anthony will agree with me. Very impressive. Uh, yes, well Your knowledge done. of baseball in western New York, so obviously second to none. Let's talk about some teams that uh, haven't been mentioned uh, or, or players that have been mentioned uh, throughout in any uh, of the uh, divisions. So, I mean, we have some of the CCAE East and West that are out there. And you're like, you, listen, don't count out a team like Olean. Allegheny Limestone is always bringing quality teams to the table, right? I love what Frewsburg has down there. Gowanda is another team that you've got to watch out for. Fredonia, we all know Fredonia is going to be in the mix at That's one point program. with coach with coach Vince Gullo, right? Trey Swartz down in um, down at Fredonia, somebody to watch out for. Alex Schrader, Tony Gullo, that'll be down there for uh, Fredonia. That I'm going to tell you, do not sleep on right now. Um, we talked about Olean, right? Olean's always a solid team that's out there. Portville down there is a young team that you're going to need to watch out for. But let's talk Olean first. Nick Crandall, John DeWillaby, Jarrett Prizzle, Keenan O'Connell, new players to watch out for. Nick Fratter-Changelo, Henry Scanlon, and Cole Anastasia are names to watch out for there. It's a familiar name, Anastasia. Yeah, and they're all over down there, right? And then Mike Matz leading Portville down there. Returning players, Nathan Clock, Brandon Murray, Cameron Lott, Max Yule, uh, Joseph Long, uh, Michael Stillman. New players to watch out for, Dom Pasuski, Dakota Machu, uh, Maschu, and Nathan Petrasak are your key people for Portville that you want to watch out for. Outstanding stuff, Tom, as always. Uh, Derek Kramer, thanks for producing, and we'll talk to you next week where Roger's going to delve into softball. I'm getting ready to head over to practice for the Cayuga Cubs, and we're led by Ty Manjohn, uh, Evan Fotis, uh, Jonathan, and of course my son Nick. So looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, Luke Esposito, can't wait to see you guys. We'll talk to you next week with more Inside High School Sports. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.